You're listening to Siren Radio with me, Andrew David. Um, it goes without saying, we are receiving information about the situation in Ukraine in all sorts of ways. You may have apps on your phone, you may have news alerts, you may be listening to the news bulletins, you may be watching uh, the pictures as they come in. Um, it is quite unbelievably horrific. And I know a lot of people have a lot of problems trying to cope with this and want to do something about it. Well, now you're being encouraged wherever you are in Lincolnshire and particularly in the NKDC area uh, to, to not so much take up arms, but take up your house and offer it. To find out more, I'm delighted to say here on Siren Radio, uh, we've been joined by the leader of NKDC, Councillor Richard Wright. Richard, thank you for joining us at what is a, a horrific time um, neither you nor I can remember, I'm sure, what it was like in the Second World War. And this is of, I dare say, almost biblical proportions, isn't it, this exodus? Yes, thank you, Andrew. It's, uh, yes, it's, it's unprecedented. As you said, it's the, the biggest exodus in Europe since the Second World War. Uh, you know, the scale of this, I think, is, is phenomenal and um, not something any of us wanted to see. And now, at last, we can do something practical, because I think one of the, the problems many people have faced is... Um, it's all very well, you know, big politicians, governments and organisations doing all the stuff they're doing with sanctions, but it doesn't feel like we're physically doing anything. Now, people in NKDC and across the country are being offered an opportunity to open their homes to these refugees. How is this going to work? Well, it's, it's working, obviously, this is being organised through DLUC, the Department and the Home Office. Um, so, so it's the government scheme uh, and we're there to help administer it. So this is about now, as you've obviously we've seen, we're seeing the exodus from Ukraine into countries that border. And this is about now the UK trying to offer a little bit more surety with a, a, you know, a bit more settlement in a safer and, and a warmer. Don't, don't forget some of these people in these other countries are now experiencing terrible um, weather conditions as well in temporary accommodation. So this is about people being able to offer up their homes if they've got spare rooms, if they've got empty properties. They, they can register uh, on the uh, GovUK Homes for Ukraine site. Once they, they're registered, once this has been sort of, the, you know, uh, administered, then I think it's from, I believe it's from Friday the, the 18th, um, the scheme will start to come into operation. So, so this will allow for Ukrainians to be matched up to properties that have been put on offer. Um, and it will people will have to pledge for at least six months um, to be able to house somebody uh, to make sure they've got some uh, security and some surety if they come across here. And of course, Lincolnshire has um, in, in a, a long history of welcoming Eastern Europeans, particularly thinking back to the days when um, they would come over to work um, in our fields and help the agriculture. So um, it's in some senses, it's not a huge ask, is it, for people to say, look, you've you've welcomed them before. Now, perhaps you've just got to step it up a bit. Yeah, I, I don't think it actually relates to it. doesn't need to relate to anything because this is a, a humanitarian crisis. This is about people, you know, just just across the water from us need somewhere safe to be whilst their country has been absolutely torn apart uh, and, and somewhere where they can obviously there's going to be a lot of younger people and older people, because as we know, most of the, um, the, the so-called fighting age um, adult population are either being asked or volunteering to stay to defend their country. So we're being asked to look after the most vulnerable. And of course, this is, as you say, a, a temporary fix, because the hope is eventually they will be able to go home to their country because none of them want to be displaced. 
No, I mean, these, these, are, these are proud people, as we can see from the defence of their country by, by all the menfolk. Then this is, this, is, this is about evacuees rather than refugees. These are people that we need to get at least temporarily safe, give them somewhere secure, somewhere where the children can feel safe, um, so that when it is safe to return to their country, then I, I believe the vast majority will return to the Ukraine. How many do you think you would be able to take in, in NKDC? How many would you hope that people uh, would offer their homes? What sort of numbers are we looking at? It's totally unknown at the moment because obviously this is going to be relying on people coming forward. And there will have to be a vetting process as well, which is where the local authority comes in helping central government, because they will have to make obviously make sure that we are matching people where they are safe to be matched. Now, it's not just a matter of giving them um, a, a roof over their head, warmth, clothing and, and friendship. Um, they are able to stay, I think, for up to three years. So it'll also be a matter of uh, welcoming them into the broader communities. Um, and I'm thinking of things like education for the young and healthcare for the elderly. Yes, that's something that obviously has been looked at very quickly. It's something we, we're going to absorb into the system. And, and I know people will have concerns that way. But, you know, as, as, we, as we keep going back to this is a humanitarian crisis. So these are things we're going to have to cope with. Um, the government is putting a scheme in place uh, to help with uh, some of the, the costs that local authorities are, go are going to find themselves um, having to, you know, sort of the, the burden of that over the next few months. Um, so the, there is a scheme in place to try to help with the cost of this to make sure we've got the provision there. And of course, for individuals that can offer up their homes or uh, property, then there's also a payment there to, to help them with that as well. So the funding is there, at least in the short term, um, and we're just going to have to see how many people actually come across to see what effect that has on, on all our, on our systems, including education and care. And I'm guessing that there could be some unforeseen benefits in many senses because you are welcoming people in from slightly different cultures. So the opportunity to share and to learn and to stop us from being that sort of communities that we've often become, which are so tightly bound up in social media and the computers that we use and the, uh, the, the iPads and tablets and mobile phones and actually going back to being just ordinary human beings. I think COVID showed, uh, you know, that the community spirit was still there. You know, some of the things we saw happening during that time of people coming together. And that's what we're asking again, because we're going to have to welcome these people in, in, into our community. They, they need, they're going to be a part of our communities for some time. And, and some of them may work as well. You know, we've, we've got, uh, we, there will be working age people coming across that, um, that we, we've got vacancies where we're crying out for people to work. So these people will be working. They'll be part of our communities, working parts of our communities. So I don't see there's any, anything that people should find difficult in welcoming any, any, any of the evacuees in, into North Kesteven and, and Lincolnshire. Well, there's a simple website if you want to register. It's homesforukraine.campaign.gov.uk. And if you're on the podcast of this particular broadcast, you'll find all the details there. Um, Richard, I suppose the ultimate question I've got to ask you, we know that uh, Benedict Cumberpatch says he wants to take some in. Uh, Richard, would you be thinking about perhaps taking somebody in? Well, I don't. I know that this question has been asked everywhere, and of course, this, <laughs> this is private between the people that have got the, the the accommodation that can take people. So I'm not going to start to get into that game. <laughs> but it, it it would be an enriching moment, I suspect. And if I weren't already crammed into my back bedroom here, running the radio station from what I've called the Armageddon headquarters, um, my wife and I would certainly be opening it up because 
the possibilities of, of just the kindness that we are so desperate to offer these people who, through no fault of their own, have been thrown into an abyss, really, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm the same as you. My, my spare bedroom is now my home office. So. But, um, you know, I've already had letters and phone calls from people before the scheme opened pledging um, in the North Kesteven area that they've got the, they've got accommodation they want to offer up. So I'm sure that there will be plenty of offer and that people w- who have got the capacity are, will be very charitable and, and will meet th- this big ask, this need that we've got to welcome people into, into the UK and into NK. Councillor Richard Wright, leader of NKDC, thank you very much indeed for spending time with us here on Siren Radio. Just once again, go to the website if you've got anything you want to offer, Homes for Ukraine, that's all one word, dot campaign, dot gov, Richard, for the moment, thank you very much indeed for being with us. Thank you very much.